And good morning, Hoosier Nation, and welcome to another disappointing edition of Hoosier Morning After. This is Hoosier Morning After Penn State. Last night, Indiana falls to Penn State in a very close game that probably shouldn't have been. 61 to 58. Game that was back and forth quite a bit, up and down in the first half. Penn State kind of showed that they're hitting some threes that they normally wouldn't hit. Um, and IU's defense just looks so stagnant. Um, there, there didn't seem to be that fire in the defense. A lot of standing around, not much movement off the ball, um, just kind of waiting. Waiting for someone else to do something, waiting for something to happen. Um but you got to make it happen. And I think X and a few guys tried to get something going and tried to get something happening, but it just wasn't there. Uh, but despite all that, IU was down just one going into half. Um, second half, felt like they came out a lot better. Um, the coaches obviously talked them up a little bit. Trace Jackson Davis, you saw a lot of moments where you could see him on film. And uh, he was getting fired up. You could see that. And he came out with a little bit more aggression and everything in the second half. Um, then there was a moment uh, in the second half at the uh, at the under-16 timeout. IU uh, had a three-point lead, 36-33. to 33, And this was really when they started to get some momentum something going on offense. Um, Trace was scoring better down below. And coming out of that timeout, you wanted to see a good play for a quality basket, a quality shot for someone. And instead of that, it lends to what happened often in this game. And I'm not saying by this one person because um, Scoop did it and so did Rob, where our guard drives to the basket, get a, gets up in the air, and is lost with the ball, with nowhere to go. And he turned it over. Penn State went down and hit hit a three on the other end, uh, ties up the game. And then next possession, another turnover. And then another three-pointer by Penn State. And within five minutes after that 16-minute timeout, Penn State was up to their biggest lead of the game. 10. Um, IU would battle back and get, get back into it, get back close. And I mean, despite them making shots and the offense just not clicking, IU was still in this game and there were still opportunities to win this game. Uh, down, down the line, Trace Jackson Davis at the end of the game had had a great look for a layup and he missed it. He was eight for 18 from the field, scored 20 points, had a decent game, had a good game, um, but showed one of those kinks in his armor that he has. And granted, I, I know not everyone's going to be perfect and someone's going to have, everyone has a kryptonite. And 
what we saw last year was Trace's kryptonite were the more physical big guys in the Big Ten. And that's what he faced last night and that he struggled with. Some of the shots just weren't going down that normally are gimmies for him. Um, Was it because he expected more contact and didn't get it occasionally? Or was it because he got a little more contact and pushback than he's used to? Um, If so, Michael Durr, let's push him around a little bit. (laughs) Push him around a little bit more in in practice. Um, I saw that early in the game where he was struggling with him and, and, and Penn State's big guy is just a tough thing to deal with. Um, and I expected a little bit more Michael Durr in this game. I wanted to see what he was going to do because this was kind of one of those games uh, last year when Trace would struggle against a big guy where we said we needed Joey and um, expected a few more minutes to come from Michael Durr in this game, and he just ended up only playing five minutes, only spelling him for five minutes in that, and didn't really get a chance to do much of anything other than two rebounds. Didn't get a shot up. Um, that's all he did when he was in those for those five minutes. So maybe would have liked to see a little more run with him in there. I understand you want to keep with Trace. And uh, he did score 20 points. But only took down five rebounds. And a lot of that is that he's so anxious to come over and help and try to get that block. But we also we also need you to get that ball too. Um sorry if you're hearing that extra noise. It's raining outside and it's uh just happens to be on the side of the house that the, my office is in, so it's blowing on the window. So that's the that's the noise you hear if you hear that if it's coming through the mic. Um, but yeah, uh, other, other game, other players, I was really fine with X's play in this game. I think he, he tried hard with what he did looking at his stats, the decent stats. I mean, looking at the team stats overall, they're pretty good. It's a pretty decent stat sheet. Um, X only had one turnover. He had four assists, three rebounds, um, only nine points, though. Um, one for three from three, three for nine from the field, and 50%, 50% from a free throw line. Uh, needed to hit those few in the in the end, towards the end of the game. But uh, in the box score, in the stats where you see it the worst, it's just IU shooting. Going 23 for 58 from the field under 40% and 23 from three shooting at abysmally from three. I mean, we average 48% on the, on the year and 36%. So pretty drop, pretty far drop in shooting on this, in this game. And then again, we were in this game. Um, just missed layups, missed buddies, 
eight for 18 on the layups. Um, and then allowing, allowing, I don't know if allowing is allowing the right word in this sense, allowing Penn state to, I guess I could say allowing because some of it was on IU allowing Penn State to go 11 for 22, 50% from three, where they normally average 34%. So again, take away 34, 34% on 22 is seven and a half makes. Give, give them eight, sure. Round it up to eight. There's three threes that they normally don't average making. Nine points right there off the board. Um, many of them, I believe, came in some bad pick and roll defense for my U, allowing them a little bit open shots, as well as from this overhelping that happens. Um, and the overhelping is frustrating because it leaves guys open like that. And against a team, I guess, that averages 34%, from three, I guess you're going to take the gamble and help a little more. So you have a guy to come over and, and, and slow the drive. I guess you're going to, you're, if you're playing the odds, if you're we're talking about the movie Moneyball, and you're going to play, play the percentages because um, we still struggle to defend on the ball. And there's many guys on opposing teams that are able to get around us. So I think that's why we're helping a little bit on that. But uh, playing the percentages hurt us in this game. And uh, they had a fluke and they they hit their shots. But again, we still could have won. Um, speaking on a few performances that I saw, I really liked what Jordan Geronimo did with the limited minutes that he had in this game. Um, he only ended up playing for nine minutes in this game, but I really like the play that he had when he was out there. He had two beautiful mid-range jumpers that they gave to him. That's been in his wheelhouse. We've seen that before from him. So I really like that. Um, took down three rebounds. Uh, took a three-point shot. I'm not mad at him for that three-point shot. Um, I believe that's in his wheelhouse and something that he can keep working on, and, and, and that could be in there for him. Very excited for him uh, moving forward on this team uh, next year and beyond because I think he's going to be a big impact player, and he shows that in um, his development and everything. I just wish maybe he would have gotten more minutes. Um, it's a tough thing to want to play him more because – where do you play him? You play him instead of Race Thompson. And Race Thompson has proven to be invaluable in this team as well. So you don't want to you don't want to take him out. That's a very important position. It's funny. Funny now I just I just realized it in my head right now, actually. Um going into this season, I was kind of questioning who that four guy would be knowing that uh, that Coach Woody wanted to play more of that four-out, 
one end kind of thing. The, the four position is a guy that needed to be versatile and do a lot of things and was wondering if race could control that position and if Geronimo could do well in that position. And they're two of the guys I feel more solid about, honestly, on this team right now. Um, we didn't get the full production out of Tom, uh, Thompson that we maybe would have wanted last night. Um, but he did, he was a beast on the, on, on rebounding force with 10 rebounds. Um, one assist didn't turn the ball over just a solid performance from him. Um, while not impactful scoring and would have liked to see more scoring from him in a game like this, um, a fairly solid game. Um, don't feel like he was off on the defensive side of the ball at all either. Um, yeah, just just a solid game from him. Um, where things struggled for me to criticize the starting lineup is uh, Miller, Cop, and Stewart. Two guys that we need to depend on to, to hit down the three-point ball and they go for a combined one for four. And I just felt like they were standing. They were stuck. They were glued to the quarters. I want to see a lot more movement from those guys. I want to see a lot more movement. Uh, finding open spot, finding somewhere to go, finding, uh, getting their shot. Let's call some plays where they, they're screened to get open. And, and get them good looks and rhythm. And uh, that wasn't there in this game. Um, and when it wasn't there, with those two, um, because he's gotten more play and has done a lot better, I'm amazed we didn't see more Leal. Leal and Geronimo are the ones that, uh, playing Captain Hindsight in this, I, I want to see, I wanted to, Wanted to see them a lot more in this game. Um, I think Leal's not as much of a detriment on defense like he maybe used to be, what used to be a, an excuse to keep him out of the game. Um, he finished with just five minutes. Took one three-pointer that was hit. that missed, barely. Um, but I feel like he's one of our best post feeders in a game where we struggled to get trace touches game where we kind of settled for too many quick shots without getting trace a touch. Um, I always feel like he could be a player that can be in there and do that for the team and hit the three. So um, I question the coaches on that, that go. Um, we did see in the second half, a lot of play with, X and Rob in there together. Um, Penn State's a little bit smaller of a team on the outside and round and quicker. So uh, Coach did that probably from a defensive standpoint, needing those two to uh, ratchet up their defense and have them in there for that standpoint. And I think that was good play. I liked I liked what Rob was able to do when he was in there with X. He felt uh, he feels feels like he feels a little more relaxed when he's in there, when X is in there, and he plays plays well off the ball. He also plays well when he when he does grab the ball, obviously, 
Um, had some great drives, some great shots. Um, hit a, hit a nice three. It was very timely towards the end of the game for IU. Um, big shot, Bob. There. Um, so yeah, I, I I like like in the microcosms what uh, what Rob gave to us in this game. Uh, Tamar Bates got in there for six minutes. Didn't make a shot. Had two turnovers and one foul. And it's a bummer. I, I want. I think he gets in there and wants to. Thinks he has to create and tries to be a little too aggressive with it, and didn't allow the game to come to him. He hasn't. I feel like he hasn't found that flow in games that uh, are more challenging like this, Big like Ten games. That's going to be, I think, a struggle is for him to find the flow that he had in some of our other non-conference games against lesser competition where he was able to kind of feel a movement and move off the ball. And um, it wasn't, it's not going to be there as much in the big 10 for him. And uh, I hope he can find that mojo. I hope he gets a little bit more play uh, because we lacked that solid player that can get to the rim and do something good with it. Um, well, my biggest argument about this game, about getting to the rim, was that too many of our guards would get to the rim. Scoop, Johnson, and and Fennessey, I think all did this, getting caught in the air and having nowhere to go with the ball. Um, that's Trey Galloway's move. Trey does that the best on this team. Scary as hell. But Trey does that the best on this team, and we need that back. We need that fearless, that that tenacity back from him. And hopefully he's back soon because he did dress. He is back in full contact in practice. But obviously coaches don't feel confident enough to have him in games yet. Um, that'll come. And hopefully we see him against Ohio State because we'll need him in that game. Um, but checking notes real quick. Yeah, I don't know if that there's too much more I can say about this game. Uh, really a game that IU should have had, IU could have had, and uh, a frustrating one. We've, we've run into games like this, and I hate to see it, but it turns Twitter into um, a tough place to be. Um, I tend to stick on the more positive. It's one game. Let's move on. I know people at this point in the season start to look and try to see patterns and see how we're making same mistakes and everything like that. Um. I'm not quite ready to go down that whole rabbit hole yet. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to put myself <laughs> in that mentality quite yet. Um, I want to stay maybe blissfully unaware that these are anomalies and situations that this team can figure out because 
we have seen good play. We have seen good ball movement. We have seen uh, better days. And um, we have to be better on the road. We have to get some road wins in this Big Ten. And uh, we have to take care of home. So IU's next game up is against Ohio State. Ohio State currently ranked 13th, I believe, in the country. Let me refresh, make sure that's right. Yep, still 13th. Um, They play Thursday. So guys have a little bit of time off to get things figured out. Um, It's at 7 o'clock. So uh, I'll be there, as always the next morning to talk about the game but um yeah i think that's going to do it for this edition guys of who's your morning after thanks for watching watching and listening remember to like and subscribe to the youtube channel and don't forget to follow me on twitter at general chadwick there you can find out information about the show when we're going to go live who might be my guests and even ask questions make comments and stuff that i will bring up on the show give you a little shout out so make sure you check that out, guys. Again, I also have it up also on Facebook now. So if you prefer to watch on Facebook, you can do that as well. So that's it for this edition of Who's Your Morning After. Thanks for watching, guys. Go out there. Have a wonderful day. And as always, guys, go Hoosiers. <laughs>